Hey Scooby Squad! Welcome to Puppy Dog Tales, where we share amazing true stories about man's best friend. I'm Hannah. And I'm Monica. And today we want to tell you about an angel named Nala who cares for senior citizens. And we're back! And we're back! Hey guys! Hello! Welcome to episode 12. Yay! <laughs> we have Sadie. We're going to try not to get her chewing her bone in yeah. the recording. She's becoming a regular on the pod, though. Yep. Sadie girl. <laughs> My living room's become a pretty good place should to we record. Her? Huh? <laughs> we should interview her at some point. <laughs> we can see if we. Okay, I'll try to. See if it works at the end or something. She might talk into the mic. <laughs> uh-huh. Alright, I'll, I'll not do it right now. I'm very yeah. tempted, though. So, we've got some exciting things coming up. Yeah. We spoke to a podcast, another podcaster today. So, we've got some collaborations in the works. So, yeah. stay tuned. I'm really excited. It's gonna I am too. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think we have a whole lot of business to take care of today, yeah. do we? Or like I'm, announcements or whatever. Yeah. I'm struggling with allergy season, like hardcore. <laughs> and so, I... I feel like I sound really off. I probably just sound a tiny bit off. You don't sound really off. Okay. A little. That's what it feels like in my head. But yeah. I'm going to try really, really hard not to cough or clear my throat too much. Yeah. Like I already did just now. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I'm ready for, I'm ready to hear a tale. I don't know much about this one. Yeah. All right. So I'm telling you the story of Nala yeah. today. Most of my story comes from USA Today. They did. Oh, that's cool. Boyd. A man named Boyd Hubert did a story on Nala um, that was posted around April of 2015. So it's kind of an old story, but we've had some updates from it. So, cool. And there's like this cute video that we'll post in the show notes. You can watch a bunch of it. But yeah, I want to tell you all about Nala. So Nala was adopted by a man named Doug Dawson. And he is okay. a medications assistant at the Lynn Bloomton Care Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Nala was originally purchased at, or adopted, not sure which, different senior care facility that Dawson had been working at. But reportedly, she was, like, super whiny, way too energetic, just, like, not, not what you want in a therapy yeah, dog, no. especially around senior citizens like you don't want a dog that gets super excited or jumping no. up on them like that could be bad so and it was probably Dawson thinks it was probably just because of her age at the time she was really young yeah and then she also was crated for a majority of the day oh that was, makes dogs a handful in the yes, half especially when they're young mm-hmm. um and then they'd only take her out to go see, like, specific residents and patients. Oh, um, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so That's I think... That's a lot. You just want to be around them, and you're just right. putting a crate. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, especially because it's like, you know, they have a job to do, and they just, they want to do their job. So, yeah. So she was just not, not a good fit. Um, and so the nursing home, I guess, like, Dawson, either when he was leaving, or I don't know if he moved... But they eventually said that he could have her. Oh, I guess wow. like he had formed yeah. a good bond with her. And they're like, yeah, just take her. Like she's not really doing her good job. Oh. Yeah. 
So he took little Nala home, and one day, and he started, and then, you know, later he started working at the Lynn Gloom Tim Care Center, and he eventually felt like, you know what, like, let's give this another go. Like, let's try this again. That's a good attitude to have. I know. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, like, dog training, oh my goodness, it is so easy to get discouraged. Absolutely. I, I kind of fell into that earlier this week. Buffy was being yeah. a lot, and I got really discouraged, and I, I, like, called Hannah, and I was like, what am I doing wrong? But, but anyway, so he eventually was like, you know, like, let's give her another shot. I think she's ready. So he brought her back to work, and she just, yeah, she just got to it. She, she found was her ready. place. So uh-huh. Nala started okay. visiting residents and patients at the care center and quickly established a little daily routine nice so Dawson will just bring Nala in and just set her down and she just immediately scampers off there's like there's a video in that video I told you about she is being set down and like before she's even on the floor like her little legs are going like she's already running before her feet hit the floor and she just goes and she That's so precious like and watching this dog it was so amazing because like not once did she stop and like I didn't see her do much stopping and looking around like what is it I'm supposed to do like she knew exactly where she wanted to go and she just like is a little girl on a mission oh that's like, wild that I like know. a dog can have the cognitive awareness to like know like what they need to do like, she wasn't even really taught in this scenario, it seems like. It, she wasn't, yeah. It's she wild. didn't have a day, not one day, of, like, formal therapy dog training. Whoa. Not one day. I mean, obviously, she, you know, she had been worked on with, you know, your obedience command, sit, stay, yeah. leave it, all that good stuff. Mm. But, yeah, no formal therapy training. So, yeah, so... She sets her own schedule. She walks the halls by herself. <laughs> She's just a very independent Very independent woman. girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And. It feels weird to call it a dog a woman. <laughs> it does a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she just walks by herself. She knows where she wants to go. She knows who she needs to see that day. And she just, she goes. And when she wants to change floors, because there's more than one floor in the building, She'll just sit outside the elevator and wait or whine at the door to let someone know that she's got somewhere to be on a different floor. Um, so, and she just, you would see, like I saw in the video a couple of times where she's waiting by the elevator, just sitting like a little good girl and like a nurse that works at the care center will come and press the button. And she just, she's short cause she's a, she's a teacup poodle. Mm-hmm short because she's a little teacup poodle so she can't reach the little buttons oh my god she's oh she's a teacup so she's, she's like five pounds poodle. Yeah, yeah yeah oh my god she's itsy bitsy and so she can't press the button so she, as long as someone press presses the button of which floor like someone yeah. chooses the yeah. floor for her and she just goes if i worked there I would be so nervous about rolling her over with something or stepping on her. Yeah. If she, especially if she's just walking around. Like, that's so itsy bitsy. Yeah, she's really small. But, 
But yeah, I mean, she does just fine. Yeah. So Dawson said that sometimes she even prefers to be on the elevator by herself because she can see better where she's going. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as that elevator opens back up, she is through those doors. She knows exactly where she wants to go. so cute. Yeah. And there's like, there was one time where like you could see she was getting off the elevator. She's like sniffing both ways and she's like, nope, I need to go this way. It was so cute. so interesting. How she chooses that. Yeah. Sometimes I can't even choose what socks to wear. (laughs) (laughs) And she chooses, like, she'll choose the patient or the resident that needs her most. So, yeah, people at the care facility, staff would say that she tends to find people who are sick. She'll Mm -hmm. find people who have dementia or or autism, Alzheimer's. Yeah. Those aren't the same thing. A lot of the times, though, like, I, I wonder, like, I mean, like you said that she smelled her way to where she needed to go. She, like, she can most likely smell the, the differences, right. like, mm-hmm. between, like, you, because there's different hormones that are secreted when yes. you have different diseases, so. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty crazy, though. She's like, oh, yeah, this person's in, they're, they're struggling. Yeah. This I'm person's help. sick. They need me. Yeah. yeah. Right, and I think it's crazy that, like, those are the people she wants to go to, wants to be with. And she'll just, she'll sit and cuddle with them on their laps or in their beds. You know, she'll do, like, some gentle licks with them. No. Um, Yeah, and she just, you know, when that person, when she's ready, she'll just hop off and find the next person that needs her. Nice. And patients adore Nala. Of course they do. I mean, she's so cute. There was, in a different video that I saw in a different interview with USA USA Today, Dawson was saying that he never has to buy stuff for her. Like, he hasn't bought toys or, like, clothes or anything for her in ages. People would, like... Some of the patients would crochet or knit little bandanas for her to wear. Mm-hmm. Once her story on USA Today took off, people from around the world would send her a little oh, doggy yeah, toys. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, people, I might not be the person that like absolutely adores a tiny dog, but people love a tiny dog. Mm-hmm. And like, I can see the appeal, but for some reason, like, and I'm sure that Nala's an amazing girl. And yes. I'm sure that I would love her. Yeah, I think for me, like, small dogs tend to be a little more yippy. I am positive that that's something they've worked on with Nala. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, they would not let her, be I don't think that they'd let her and, be part of this as yeah. if she was super yippy. Yeah, so the patients will pet her when they see her in the hall. Everybody calls her princess, little angel. Aww. There was there were two residents that were talking, and they were like, "Hello, your highness." It was so cute. Oh my god! Yeah. One resident spoke about having a dog, a dog that she and her late husband used to own, and she was just glad Nala was there because it reminded her of those good times and like Aww. her dog that she used to have residents talk to each other about Nala and it just and we'll get into this a little bit later but it just helps them feel a lot less isolated a lot less yeah absolutely gives them a sense of normalcy Mm -hmm. so an update that USA Today did on Nala talks about 
during the COVID-19 pandemonium, mm -hmm. they checked in, they did an update on Nala. And so during COVID, during the lockdown, she, nursing homes especially. Oh, yeah. They had. Yes, they had that a rough was, go of it. That was rough, you know, because those patients are all very high risk, so they mm -hmm. had to be extra careful. So Nala did have to stay home Aww. during the pandemic, and yeah, patients missed her incredibly. But because she would kind of go to lots of different patients, they they just didn't want. Like I think it it was definitely a good thing. Yeah, for the patients, and then. Because dogs can get COVID. Anything, right. Yeah. Yeah. But she, I haven't heard any updates since then, but oh, okay. Dawson was saying that she's, you know, because that was five years. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm, five yeah. years after the first story that they, that USA did, USA Today did with them. And she was still like up into the pandemic, was doing her thing, working, visiting her patients. Mm hmm Um. And apparently he was like, yeah, she's ready to go. Like, she's ready to get back to it and visit visit her people. And yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it was super sweet. So I'm not sure if she's back at it yet. I mean, I would kind Probably. of assume by this point she would yeah. be. I like to think that she is. But So I also wanted to talk about some studies on pet therapy with elderly patients. So... Mm -hmm. I looked at a couple of studies in people with dementia. The There's a scale called the Geriatric Depression Scale. So in one yeah. study on people with dementia, the Geriatric Depression Scale was administered to 10 patients with, de with dementia before and after six weeks of pet therapy. Okay. And their symptoms, that group that was working with a the pet, their symptoms decreased by 50%. Wow. That's incredible. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. And that was published by F. Moretti in um, Psychogeriatrics. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Another study showed emotional benefits, decreased the feeling of loneliness, which in turn reduces anxiety. Yeah, absolutely it does. Which then reduces depression. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, and loneliness is a huge concern with elderly patients. I oh, mean, yeah. A lot of them... Lost most of their friends and loved most ones. Lost most of their friends. Yeah. Right. They may have lost a spouse. It can be harder, you know, because their children are most likely adults and have their own children that they're dealing with. Yeah. Going to work and stuff. So, it, it, it can be hard to get around to visiting your elderly loved ones in a nursing facility or in a care facility so loneliness yeah. is a huge concern and that's a huge emotional benefit from having pet therapy it also improves social skills people were one study showed that people were more likely to talk to someone when it was about a dog and more likely to approach somebody to pet the dog oh and then too like even if they don't have a person to talk to like pets aren't mm -hmm. biased they're not judgmental yeah you know so mm -hmm. a person suffering from alzheimer's could talk to this pet you know yeah and it's not not, not gonna freak the pet it's out it's not gonna freak them out they're not gonna be confused and then animals also 
can help soothe people when they're having trouble expressing themselves, which is also a concern with dementia and Alzheimer's. Yeah. Um, and then again, it just helps them feel more normal. I mean, they're living in a care facility. I know a lot of a lot of patients, you know, they push they push back on that. They don't want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of patients, you know, really don't like the idea of being moved to a nursing home or a care facility. So it just is another thing that just helps them feel more normal. Yeah, it makes yeah, it, it's hard when it's like this is where I live and I don't really have a way to, to leave it. Right. To like have a normal life and like I feel like we maybe got a tiny taste of that during COVID. Mm-hmm. But like even like as a senior a lot of a lot of seniors have mobility issues oh, besides yeah. just like I can't leave my house. It's like I can't get up. And so like having a tiny little dog come up and jump on you and it just be a pleasant experience probably like or cuddle with you like cuddle with you for a while like it it probably just changes your whole feeling for like how the day's going yeah oh for sure all right sadie's trying to get her cuddles right now (laughs) you asked for cuddles your day better you you're a little big honey lay down so i wanted to save the story for the end there was one day where nala spent most of her day with one patient who was very sick Aww. and that's not it doesn't sound like that's normal for Nala like normally okay. she's up moving around patient to patient like she's got a lot of people to yeah. take care of and she wants to make sure she sees as many of them as possible yeah but this one day she spent the majority of her day with this particular lady and that lady that patient passed away just hours after Nala Aww. left her and I put in my notes, don't cry. And here I am about to cry. Um, like, I literally put it in my notes, you guys, because, like, I teared up every time that I watched the video. So, yeah, so she passed away just hours after Nala had left her. I've heard of, I've heard of, like, there was, I heard of a cat yeah, before. A too. meow doggy mm-hmm. that did that. Like, but they only, they only went and stayed with somebody, like, when they were going, when they were going to pass away, yeah. like they, there's got to be some, like I don't know how much scientists know about, about what happens like in what your body when yeah. you're about to die, mm-hmm. like as far as like hormones or, because that seems to be what animals typically smell. Mm-hmm. We can we can say it's <laughs> something sweet, like they just understand, but there's probably something that they I smell. Mean, I Say um, dogs are very in tune can be, to people but, yeah. emotionally, so I don't think that that's out of the realm of possibilities. But, but right, I do think <laughs> that the sense of smell has a big part in it. Yeah. Um. Another thing, I another theory that I saw, I don't know where or when because it was a while ago, but uh, another theory about that was like you know that people like if people are sick, they have a fever. Cats especially mm-hmm. are very drawn Attracted to places to warm. where it's warm. Yeah. And dogs are too. I mean my dog loves to lay in the sun like she'll find her sunbeam wherever she is yeah so but then a lot of people like thought too is that like like my dad was very cold right before he passed but they might be like having like a warm blanket that's true so yeah i don't know but that it's was in, a theory yeah, I saw. it's interesting mm-hmm. and the staff reported when she was with this lady that she that knowledge just helped keep her calm and you Aww. know help her have a, a peaceful passing that's sweet. 
Okay, and then this is where I wrote, don't cry, so I'm definitely going to cry now. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's good. One lady was interviewed about Nala, and she, oh, here we go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You got this. Okay, I can do it. It's okay to cry. (laughs) Sadie's really worried about you. I know, Sadie's (laughs) super cute. okay, baby. It's just a sweet story. One lady was interviewed about Nala, and she said, Nala is an angel. I love her. Here we go. I love her and she loves me. Aww. And that's the story of Nala. (laughs) So I, yeah, I really hope to hear more about Nala and if she's back to her very important job today. Yeah. Oh, and then a quote from the video that I just like could not not share. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was they said it's un. Stop crying. Okay, they said, Aww. it's clear if all dogs go to heaven, but we know that heaven, but we know that heaven sent Nala. Aw, that's sweet. <laughs> Aw, Sadie, it's okay. Oh, Sadie's crying, here to, I, to be okay. our therapy dog. Oh, I know. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, baby. I'm still recovering, so sorry for sorry. sniffles. Sadie. Sorry, guys. Sadie really wanted to give me a kiss on the nose. It was very important. That's what she does when yeah. she thinks that someone's upset. <laughs> uh, we're going to work that into her therapy training. Yeah. Um, and talk real quick, though, about teacup poodles. Like new. No. We haven't talked about this breed yet. No. So since we're still new, we'll do breed spotlights for every new breed. We've happened to have like a p- new breed almost every time. I know. Yeah. We'll we'll eventually do other segments. Is what we've I really more. wanted to yeah. say. There. Yeah, we've got some fun ones, funny ones too. So history found in Germany initially. They are the oldest purebred breed. Oh wow! Back all the way to the Middle Ages. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hunting dogs, wildfowl, and waterfowl. Uh, poodle comes from the German word. Help me out, Miss German girl. Poodle. Oh, is it really just poodle? <laughs> I feel dumb now. Poodle. Poodle. Yeah. Poodle. In uh, low so German. In the low German, it would be more like pudum. Oh, okay. Thank you. Poodle. Which means oh, to splash. And that's I precious. Found oh, that like literally, Wikipedia. like a puddle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I found that on Wikipedia. So, like, you know, it's probably right. Honestly, like I would think so. And I did see it on a few other places, but just like, don't come after me if it's wrong. Okay, in uh, the nineties, like you couldn't trust Wikipedia, but now there's so many people that like check, fact check that stuff. I know. I think at this point, I think we're good. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. All right. Um. So yeah, it's where the word puddle is derived from. So well, and then that's like why people think that they like were like water dogs is yeah. because of that word. Huh. Yeah. Oh. So the last two decades, they've been bred to be smaller. That's how we do a lot of breeds: mm-hmm. teacup, toy, and, and miniature cuter. poodles. Mm-hmm. There's miniature pretty much anything nowadays. Yeah, I know. There's mini Aussies. But be careful with that, guys. It seems like Poodle's done it right, but mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to get some genetic deformities when oh, you yeah. keep breeding runts. It's very true. Yeah. So, 
sizes standard more than 15 inches mini less than 15 toy 10 inches or less in height Aww. and it sounds like toy and teacup like are interchangeable just some people call it yeah. a toy poodle some people teacup poodle yeah that's yeah. true so Nala the toy poodle the perfect size for working in a nursing home with elders who might struggle with bone density loss mobility problems or other physical limitations because mm-hmm. that's like because that still allows her to be able to you know jump up and cuddle on their laps on their beds next to them um yeah yeah absolutely but remember that poodles all poodles require lots of grooming or their fur will become matted so it they they don't shed a whole lot they're actually pretty good for people with allergies but you still got a high maintenance puppo there because they're mm-hmm. oh, mats are so awful to take out oh, yeah. i've seen a lot of them got working into that clinic we just we would just have to shave a lot of them off yeah. um, they've got such curly fur that it can get mm-hmm. like it's gorgeous when it's maintained correctly absolutely but yeah. it gets really the curls get matted pretty quickly yeah it's very fine really well known for being show dogs but disney does them a little dirty yeah um, <laughs> that's very true and uh but they're very affectionate. They do need a lot of stimulation. Sadie just sorry, licked guys. a computer. Sadie just like um, stared at me and just was like, hum, hum. I think. <laughs> it so okay, I'm going to go back to poodles in just a second, yes, but I'm back. obsessed with my dog. Okay, Sadie. And I think she likes to try to make people laugh when they're upset. She does. <laughs> She's trying to cheer me up because I it's was really crying funny. a second ago. Uh, so, but yeah, poodles. Sorry. Poodles. They're very great for training. Like, they love to learn because they're so smart. They're one of the smartest breeds. But, again, they need to stay busy. So, I think, Mm -hmm. like we said with Huskies, for a different reason, in a way. Like, Huskies have so much uh, active, like, physical energy that they need to get out. Poodles have a lot of mental Mm -hmm. energy. And so, they, yeah... They would definitely also do well with the puzzles and the, like, Kongs filled with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. If you're, if you're like, I have my heart set on a poodle. Playing um, games like hide and seek or something. It would always yeah. be a good idea oh my for gosh. them. Playing hide and seek is so much fun it's with your dog. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, last segment, therapy dog. We have three this time. Yeah. Therapy dog versus service dog. Yeah, so Hannah had a really good idea that we could cover, like, could your dog be a therapy dog? So I was starting to look into that, and then um, one of the things that I saw said that a lot of people don't know the difference between, like, you know, you hear service dog, therapy dog, emotional support animal, comfort dog. Like, you hear those terms being thrown out frequently, and so, and a lot of people don't really know the distinction. So I kind of wanted to get into that a little bit. Yeah, I think we talked a little bit about it. Yeah. With. When like, you did your. With Delilah. And with my thing. Hi, mm-hmm. Sadie. Sadie is about to share her thoughts. Any minute now. Um, so. A service dog. You guys, it has legal rights protected under the Americans with Disabilities Act. Or the ADA. Yeah. We might just call it ADA, ADA continuing yeah. forward. But. So, dedicated to a particular person who needs support with a medical alert or physical task. So, that does include guide dogs, 
Uh, we've talked about alerting to low bl- blood pressure, alerting to seizures is a big one oh, too. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think and like panic attacks mm-hmm. or, or PTSD. So, included in the ADA are dogs that support psychiatric disorders. So, anything, like, if it if it's a med- if it's medically diagnosed and it gets in the way of performing a daily task, they're legally allowed to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, and they require specific training. Yeah, and um, I, the, I got, this information is coming from the ADA National Network site, oh. and it didn't specify on there about if they, you know, had to have specific certification but i thought you could yeah i would um, think there'd need to be a specific certificate there so since i did guide dogs in training yeah. uh, a little different but we did have an id so i'm assuming that service dog would have an id and a and a certificate mm-hmm. i know that when guide dog puppies graduate college <laughs> at least through southeastern <laughs> guide dogs they have some kind of certificate and all like that says I am a working service dog, mm-hmm. so that the owners can prove it if they, for some reason, have to. All right. So then, therapy dogs do not have legal rights protected by the ADA. So therapy dogs are intended to go out into the community, accompanied by their handler, to provide support in various locations, and most of the time, they will have received some sort of training to allow them to be therapy dogs mm-hmm. um, in Nala's case she did not but that's I think that requires like a very specific temperament and demeanor yeah. to just be able to just jump into therapy work she would probably pass therapy classes with mm-hmm. flying colors based on what it sounds like oh, I'm that's sure what would. yeah that's what we're looking into for Sadie or yeah. what I've started looking into really and yeah you can get um, canine good citizen certification mm-hmm. which and I think a, a big lot of, one for that. yeah, a lot of, um, cause I started looking into like what it would take to be a therapy dog and a lot of them do require your dog to be a canine good citizen before working on the therapy training. I don't think that all trainers require that, but I do think a lot of them do. Yeah. And it's a rigorous test. Oh, um, very rigorous. So on the other, on the, like, so down another step, basically, mm-hmm. I guess. Emotional support animals, or just any animal that helps a person cope with stress, anxiety, depression, phobias, or loneliness. They do not have specific training to do so. A doctor's note does not turn an emotional support animal into a service dog. They would need to get a different dog who is specifically trained. Mostly protected under the HUD to prevent landlords from turning down housing due to specific breed if it's classified in this way. Yeah, so HUD, oh my gosh, I can't remember. I think it's like housing and urban development or something like that. But right, so it just prevents, like, if you have a dog, like, they can't say, I think, I mean, feel free to fact check me, guys, but I think it just, you know, if you have a dog designated as an emotional support animal, they can't turn you down just because you have a dog. I think is what that means. Oh, here's oh, next. Oh, I'm doing the next one. Yeah. <laughs> and then a comfort dog. Um, This one, I think, was the one that, like, I didn't know beforehand what this was. Like, I think I've referred to Buffy as, like, being my comfort dog. But a comfort dog is meant to work 
during an active crisis. So they, during a crisis or during a traumatic event, they can provide comfort and distraction for the people who are going through it. So one way, <laughs> Sadie's aside is cute. Um, so one way that comfort dogs are utilized is in court proceedings. And I can look into that because I think that would be a really good oh, story. Yeah. But yeah. So okay. sometimes in court proceedings, if a witness has to recount a traumatic event that they witnessed or that they experienced, they can have a dog sit with them on the witness stand for them to pet, to distract them and comfort them while they're retelling this event. And, you know, I think it's used a lot with, like, if there's minors that have to testify. Yeah. To uh-huh. seeing something traumatic. Um, another story that I saw that relates to comfort dogs is related to the Uvalde shooting that happened last year. Oh. Yeah. This, oh, I heard about this on a podcast called Beastie Bonds. Go check them out. They, she does a great job. She like, she interviewed the, one of the owners of one of the comfort dogs. And yeah, so after the shooting, they would take dogs to kids, you know, who had gone to that school to, you know, just to sit with, to sit with them and read with them. I know. I'm like, I want. I want a comfort dog to come and sit with some of my kids and read with them. I want, yeah, I was thinking about stuff like that. I I was like, I want therapy dogs in schools more. And we are going to talk about that on an upcoming episode. Yes. It's already in the works. Uh, Yeah, so that's kind of the difference. So the only certified, so only, sorry, only certified service dogs are legally protected under the Mm -hmm. ADA. That means that, like, if you... Or going to like a grocery store, no, like if you have a service dog, people cannot say, no, you can't bring your dog in here. Yep. It's the same for guide dogs in training because they have to have they those have have experiences young. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's saying it goes the same for work. Now, depending on where you work, you might be able, if you have an emotional support animal, you might be able to talk to your work and ask them if you if they could accommodate you to have your dog with you. But if it's not a service dog, they le- are not legally required to accommodate. If it is a service dog, they are legally required to accommodate you to allow you to bring your dog to help you. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's time for our arbitrary dog rating for Nala. Yeah. What'd you give Nala? Mm, I think I got this. Okay. Nala gets seven halos Aww. and a pair of angel wings. Aw, that's cute. Yep. You could, like, knit her a little bandana with angel wings. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's perfect. Um, I am giving Nala a little angel chew toy. No. <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah. Love little Nala. Um... All right, guys. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. Um, remember that if you have um, any questions about the story, um, you can always interact with us on Instagram. We would absolutely love to Please. hear from you. So tell we us sending out some doing. more stuff. Hmm? We sending out some more Instagram stuff. Yes, I'm trying to do some more on Instagram. So 
yeah, comment, tell us about your dog, ask questions Please. if you have any questions. We'd love to hear from you, seriously. Email us um, at... You can also... Oh, and our Instagram handle is... Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I jumped ahead. Yeah, you're skipping out of us. Our Instagram handle is at puppydogtailspod. And our Gmail, if you want to send us a story about your doggo or pet, meow doggy, or anything. Is puppydogtailspod at gmail.com. I lost track of my own sentence. <laughs> it happens. That's like such a Michael Scott move. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> we both have ADHD. It's okay. Oh, and check out our Instagram this week because I'm going to send out something about... I need help choosing our next episode. So let me know what episode you want me to research. Yeah. So, all right. And make sure to write us a review if you're enjoying our podcast. Um, Write us a review on Apple Podcasts. It just helps to promote the show a little more, get us out there. It would be great. Be awesome. All right. In the meantime. That's it for us today. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. In the meantime, (laughs) keep calm and wag wag on. on.